welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So come roll with us as we drift and explore. It is no secret that life is hard. We all know that the life that we've been given, whether it be at work, school, home, our vocation, whatever it might be, life is difficult. Like the saying says, when life gives you lemons, do you make lemonade or does sometimes that lemon just tear you down? You see, Stop and think about your journey from as far back as you can remember as a child up to today where you are sitting right now in your car, at home, working out. Isn't life crazy? Crazy in the sense that in all the obstacles, the things that we've gone through that has gotten us to where we're at right now. You see, I used to work at an, a marketing agency called Artistry Marketing. We specialized in ministries and nonprofits, and I got to work for an amazing leader, Richard Rising. And in his book, Church Marketing 101, he lays out a definition of management, and it's learning from your past, defining where you are now and building a bridge from the now to where you want to go or ultimately where you want to be. I mean, that's management. Your past is like your relationships, your experiences, your failures, successes. Your now is defining the reality, not the pipe dream of who you think you are or where you think you um, are sitting at now, but it's defining the reality of your life and then building the bridge to get there. And you see leadership or management is building that bridge to get to where you want to go. But one of the biggest components is rallying the troops to want to follow you to get to that destination. And it goes back to why I said, isn't life crazy? Isn't life hard? Well, one of the things that makes my life pretty crazy is if you look back to when I was in high school, one of my biggest fears was and still is public speaking. I know it took, what, eight years, nine years, ten years for me to even hop on a podcast to be willing to do this. Because in my mind, I think, man, no one wants to hear me speak. No one wants to hear what I have to say. But then I have an amazing team and some amazing friends and family that remind me that, man, the story that I have that God has given me and Jeb Madelich, my business partner and our team, is, man, one for, from a movie or a book, starting a company from, as two teachers with $700 to now become a six-figure company 
succeeding and being considered one of the top Texas-inspired apparel brands in the state, not only this state, but the great state of Texas. And I was a high school teacher. I worked in the ministry. I have a daughter with special needs. I have an amazing wife with the talent of graphic design and photography and my skill set and my experience as marketing and management. I mean, it really is a story from a fairy tale. And so it took my team over and over many times to remind me, hey, you need to tell your story. You need to get on and share your experiences. You see, the beautiful thing is it's not fear that defines us. It's our actions. It's what we do. It's me hopping on this podcast and overcoming some fears and insecurities to be willing to share my story or some tips with you. It's my business partner, Jeb Matalich, and my wife, Hillary, and my team members, Sharon and Katie, also having the ability to overcome things to hop on and share their story when they've been on podcasts as well. See, it's our fears that do not define us. It is our actions that do. It's how we react and act to life each step of the way. You see, one of the things about the Tumbleweed Textile story is that's where I'm at now. But let's kind of look back to some of the steps in my life. You know, going far back to when I was in high school, I graduated, went to Texas Tech. Texas Tech was not the place I intended to be. I thought I was going to be kicking footballs at Baylor University or another college. Things didn't pan out. So Texas Tech was one of the schools that I applied for that I did not expect to go to. So I went. I remember driving out, smelling the manure in the far west Texas, beautiful smells. And I mean, man, oh man, it was not the place for me. But once I got to my short destination of Lubbock, Texas, I fell in love. I fell in love with the culture and the people, the food, the music scene, and most of all, the camaraderie and spirit at Texas Tech University. And there I studied marketing and management in the Rawls College of Business. And I started working as a student mowing lawns and then got started working at Trinity Church as an intern non-paid. It got to a point where I decided, you know, I do not want to mow lawns anymore. So I talked to one of the staff members at the church and they decided, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a little pay bump. I started getting paid a little bit of money to hustle the ministry and help put together events and, uh, and promote the, the brand of our college ministry onto Texas Tech campus in the hopes of building our college ministry. Well, that opportunity led me to then become the director of college ministries within the church because the pastor, Adam, moved over to the other student ministries. And it was such a good opportunity, but it was kind of scary because my biggest fear was public speaking, and now I was forced to public speak. And in that opportunity, I did my very best to work hard and make an impact within that organization, and specifically with the students in my ministry. And the cool thing was I had my, at the time, my girlfriend, Hillary, was there. She started doing graphic design and some photography and we would put together some marketing plans and branding opportunities for the ministry. 
we did some sales or hustled people to get involved to volunteer. And we put together a team of people within our college ministry. And that ministry grew from, you know, 15 people to over 100 plus to 200 plus to 300 plus. And it was thriving. And that opportunity taught me at a young age as a college student how to put together a team, how to market a brand, and how to get people to stay and continue to grow and become raving fans telling their friends to be involved in the ministry. That then led to the opportunity of uh, over becoming the director of marketing and college ministries with that, within the church full-time. So I graduated Texas Tech, went full-time with the ministry, and I, and I rocked it. I had an opportunity of working with then my friend now, my brother-in-law, Daniel Brown, my sister-in-law, Mary Daniel, she was there. So it was a family affair. You see, I did not plan to find myself at Trinity Church. I did not plan to find myself vocationally living and working and breathing in Lubbock, Texas. But there was this fine thread, this thread that connected me from Fort Worth, Texas, North Crowley High School, to down 84 into far west, or into Lubbock, the Panhandle area. And I fell in love with it. All I did was work hard. You see, when I was in college, there was this Bible verse, and you can look at it as a quote, that really spoke volumes into my life, so much so that my wife and I named our son Luke after this. Light giving is what Luke means. And it's Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It's, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So let's look at it. Give light, light bearing. That means be an influence to the people around you in everything that you do and in your works. It's, it's what you perform. It's the fruit of your labor, right? That's what works are. It's the fruit of your labor. It's how you show up on time. You show up to work. You give your best. You ex- uh, uh, exceed expectations. You shake hands. You build relationships. You do what is necessary to be the very best that you can be in every aspect of your vocation. And that's the beautiful thing about this verse. It's not talking about being in the ministry. It's not talking about being a pastor. It's talking about in your vocation, to be a light. And that's what I did as an intern. And then it graduated me to become a full-time director. And then that opportunity led me to artistry marketing in Dallas, where I got to oversee some amazing marketing plans with some of the biggest ministries, authors, and speakers. And I got to develop marketing plans and PR plans and understand branding and secret shopper mentality of the word on the streets and how to do market research. I truly learned every single component of marketing. But it it was that thread that led me from Trinity, Lubbock, to Artistry Dallas. 
to work under Richard Rising to learn from one of the wisest men I've met in the marketing field, which then led me to one day I was sitting at Campisi's Pizza Place in Plano with my brother-in-law Roy, my sister Heather, and my wife and I. We I don't think we, we definitely didn't have kids yet, so we were enjoying the amazing happy hour where you order a drink, you get free pizza. And was I was sitting there rambling about how I missed the ministry and serving, and I was working a lot of hours at the church marketing firm, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people I worked with and for, but there was a void in my heart. I knew that there was something I needed to do. Well, this guy turned around and was like, oh, Roy, what's up? Long story short, it was my brother-in-law's former coach in Garland, at that time assistant athletic director in Frisco, and he's like, man, I heard, you're talking, heard you talking about this. That conversation led to, hey, there's a soccer position open over at a middle school in Frisco ISD. Do you want it? You can still be full-time at uh, the marketing firm and then after hours come over uh, during, you know, after your work, drive up to Frisco and coach. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I kind of count it as a kind of a giving back to the community kind of thing. And I fell in love with education. Fell in love with it. Fell in love serving students. And I loved Frisco ISD. I loved the community of Frisco. And so that thread connected me from artistry, where I worked hard and did it due diligence of, I, I believe I did a phenomenal job serving ministries and nonprofits and small businesses, building marketing plans. I feel like I was a part of a team that helped others thrive in what they do. And I, I believe I helped b- develop the brand of artistry marketing to go to the next level through the team that I had around me. I was a small part of that of that team, but still had an influence. I believe I was the light. Found myself at Stafford, and that opened the door then to start teaching marketing at Liberty High School teaching entrepreneurship, sports and entertainment marketing, fashion marketing, which I thought was kind of weird because I had no experience in fashion, even though I loved it. But, man, I met Jeb, and we started hanging out a little bit, and I saw him sketching something during a teacher in-service at Liberty High School. We, we head back to his uh, classroom and to further the conversation during lunch break. Love football and Coach Leach and all things Texas Tech and Texas, and we decided to start Tumbleweed Textiles, a Texas-inspired lifestyle and apparel brand. That thread connected me from artistry to a middle school, now to Liberty, now to meet Jeb, to now having a thriving business of over $4.2 million in our peak, Killing it in my mind. The thing is, in life, like I said, it's kind of crazy and funny. Because every step of the way, I never expected to do the things that I've done. Jeb and I never dreamed to be featured on MSNBC, in Yahoo, in, in news media in Australia, Dallas Morning News. Man, we never dreamed for that. All we did was step by step do the best that we can, live in our passion, 
find our skill set. Mine is marketing. My wife's is craftsmanship. My and I'm a visionary. She is creative, and of course, Jeb is a creative and has a great eye, kind of like a spy of seeing trends. Man, we put together our skill set, and man, things just started thriving. Life is truly crazy. And like I said, we found ourselves, man, we sold, we've sold hundreds of thousands of shirts. We have, we have served thousands of retailers. We have been featured on crazy media all around the world. We have people like Kiefer Sutherland from 24 wearing our product, Aaron Franklin, Josh Abbott Band, Leanne Womack. I mean, we have some cool Texas influencers that rep our, our brand. It doesn't get any better than that. But like I said, life is tough. And all that was swimming in the lemonade, enjoying life and doing the best that we can. But like I said at the beginning, life is crazy, but also life is hard. Well, after COVID and now in our store, man, the economy right now is not fantastic. I talked to a lot of small business owners that are struggling even big businesses laying off thousands of people. Right now, the state of our economy, not who cares about politics? All I know is, is I'm seeing and hearing from firsthand experience. Life is tough in the business world. And us two over at Tumbleweed Textiles are struggling a little bit. Shirt prices for us, cost of goods are way up. Cost of labor is way up. The reality is Frisco, Texas, the cost of living is way up compared to other areas of Texas even, even other places around the country. It's tough to do business. And that $4.2 million now is not quite $4.2 million. Our profit margins are down. We waited as long as we could to not in- increase the prices of our product, but now we have to. We have retailers all across the state that are going out of business or they're cutting their budgets because they, too, are struggling. Life is giving us lemons. And I'm sharing this story because there's many entrepreneurs, businessmen and women, even those just in organizations, nonprofit even, that, yes, you hear these stories, these podcasts of great success But I'm here to share with you, we all go through hard times. Moms, dads, family members, there could be health issues. There could be struggles in life. There could be be financially, monetarily, health, family. We all get to a point where we start doubting who we are and where we're at. We start doubting if this is, is our purpose. We start doubting, man, did I make a wrong move? In, is, is Tumbleweed Textile struggling because of me? You see, I'm full-time with Tumbleweed. Jeb is still teaching at, over at Frisco ISD. But I decided to take a step of faith and go full-time with the company, and my wife decided to as well. She now does all the marketing design that you see, all of our email marketing, all of our photography, all of our really marketing design. 
And then she serves with Jeb about half and half of doing our creative product design. Then I'm full-time doing pretty much the accounting, the finance, business development. I oversee the, the creative direction of our brand and our marketing and our sales. And I oversee the HR of our team. I work in our store. I work at events. I literally touch every component of our brand. And so now I think, did I make the wrong choice? Should my wife and I stay as teachers? They have a steady, safe income while we're doing this. Life's tough. I think if we haven't all been there, we're all in- inevitably going to be there. And I want you all to know you're not alone if you are struggling, if you have struggled, or those of you that will struggle. But the good news is that there's hope. There's opportunity. Because as I said in the, ba- the beginning, it's not our fears and insecurities that define us. Well, you know what? It's not our failures either. It's not the economy. It's not our health. You know what? It's how we step up, stand up, shift gears, make decisions, surround ourselves around good people, hopefully smarter than us, and we take our eyes and look ahead and move forward. And that's what we're doing here at Tumbleweed Textiles. That's what we're doing as a team is we're, we're not stopping. We're grinding. We're hustling. We're working. We're getting this sucker back on track. We're partnering with a great faith-based bank here in Frisco. I'm going to give a little shout-out to First United Bank because they are doing phenomenal things for us um, here in Frisco faith-driven, so I know their heart is in the right place. We have advisors and people that are giving us, coaching us, giving us what we need to move forward. We're still cranking out new designs. This weekend at Frisco Oktoberfest, man, we nailed it. We have some fresh new designs that all sold exceptionally well from a very diverse selection of different artwork that our team created. Things are going back on track. Not only is it that fear and insecurity that don't define you, well, guess what? It's not the life struggles either. It's how we step up, stand up, and move forward. It's how we make choices. It's a mindset. Life is a mindset. You see, as I gave a verse earlier about being the light, being an influence, living through our works, Well, there's another thing, a quote, Ephesians 2.10, take it as you will, but it's, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, there's that again, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And again, I'm a man of faith in the Christian faith, and so I use these uh, Bible verses as quotes that speak into my life, and I encourage all people to find something that they can connect to to give them hope. To give them peace. And for me, it's my faith. It's the, it's the scripture. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, not only are we the light, but we need to know we're perfectly made. And if we know that even in struggles and hardships, we were perfectly made, and that there's a purpose in all things, no matter how hard the struggles might be, it changes our mindset. 
It goes from the glass being half empty to now being half full. It goes to helping guide us to find the light or find that water fountain to fill that glass all the way up so that then it can be overflowing back to abundance. And that's where I believe Tumbleweed Textiles is going to be. We're going to get back to that 4.2 million or more. But we've got to change our mindset. Psalms 37, 23 to 24 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. You see, we are called to be a light. We're called to produce fruit through our works, our passions, our strengths, our loves of, 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 of our skills. We need to have a mindset that we were perfectly made because we are. But you know what? We need to understand that God has a plan. No matter what, no matter how hard things are, no matter how hard things can be, God has a plan. And for me, like I said, there's that invisible thread of life that connects each step of the way. And for me, I have not pursued each thing that has come my way. I focus on being the best that I can be, showing up on time, even being early, give, going always beyond expectations from any boss that I had, learning uh, the craft. Knowledge is power. So gaining as much knowledge, uh, experience provides wisdom and understanding. So gaining as much experience, like internships and things like that. Well, guess what? That invisible thread has led me to where I'm at right now. And you see now, as I stood on top of that hill, I can now look back and see, man, God has had a hand at each step of the way for me and Jeb and my wife, each member on the team. We are all where we're at now for a reason, and we've gone through the things in our life for a reason. is to prepare us for where we go now, and so our next step needs to go forward, not backwards, which requires a choice. And you see, all of us find ourselves in life where we might need to make a choice. Seasons come, seasons go. Sometimes we're meant to go in a new direction. And I've had my doubts. I've had my worries. But one thing I know is this season of Tumbleweed Textiles is not over. We're going to prevail. We're going to rock and roll. But it's also opened the door to some passions that my wife and I have had since we were 25 dating, and it's to own our own marketing agency. You see, Tumbleweed Textiles is an apparel brand. That's what Jeb and I do together. Separately, Jeb has Junkie Trinkets, which is now the Tejas Country Club. Jeb is an amazing artist, painter, but I think he might be even better junker. He can find things and resell it and hustle it, and it's things that are pretty awesome, which has really developed the aesthetics of our brand at Tumbleweed Textiles. So we got Tumbleweed Textiles with Jeb and I together. We got Junkie Trinket slash the Tejas Country Club with Jeb, but my wife and I separately... And on our end, are creating a marketing agency through the Wysong Group, which one day I hope and pray that maybe my sons will want to be a part of. Maybe my daughter with her special needs, we can find a place on the, team, on the bus with her um, helping organize and do things that might um, fit her skill set. Part of this venture is uh, us trying to look, look ahead for our family um, to give an opportunity for my daughter 
but also to have some side hustle extra cash. And through Tumbleweed, I've de- developed so many good relationships that people have come to us, hey, do you do this logo design? And that's just not what Tumbleweed does. But now the Wysong Group can because my wife is equipped and ready. We have a team of people ready to rock and roll. You see, when life gives you lemons, it's all a mindset. My wife and I are choosing to make some lemonade. Jeb is choosing to make some lemonade. We're going to build up Tumbleweed, but we're also going to build up some passion projects as well. I like to thank Jeb and I are serial entrepreneurs, and that's part of the hustle. It's part of the grind. You see, things have, t- have been tough, and it's forced my hand to go in some new directions. But one thing is for sure, I think we all know, being a leader is exhausting. There's a guy named Craig Rochelle. He is, has his podcast, and he talks about the spaceship, how it takes extraordinary power and thrust to break the barrier of Earth to get the spaceship into space. So much. But that momentum, once in orbit, you can ch- turn off and just cruise control. Well, the thing is, there's so much power that guided that ship. And for my life, when we started Tumbleweed, I was doing coaching soccer. I did FCA. I did independent study and mentorship, academic decathlon. I was running a now Tumbleweed Textiles, hustling that. I feel like 12 years in, I've never slowed down. I feel like that spaceship that has breaking the barrier of, of Earth but I'm still going 100 100 million miles a minute. Also in this hard time that we're going through, I've learned, okay, I need to start figuring out my health and rest. I need to find my relationships with friends, my social life again. I think we all can agree being a leader is tough, it is tiring, it is exhausting. But I think we all need to remember, like that spaceship, We need to work hard to build that momentum so that then one day we can put it in cruise control with delegating with team members and finding a place that we can live the life that we want to live. And I think it leads us to ask a question, what's the why? What's your why? Why did you get into business, your job, your career, your relationship with your wife or husband, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend? Why? What was the catalyst to that? And when times get tough and hard, I think sometimes it's good to stop and reflect on our past and remember that why. And sometimes that why can revive your spirit and get you back on track to move forward. Because we all need that energy and momentum. You see, now that I see this road less traveled in leadership and running a business, it's changed my perspective on how to do business. It makes me realize, man, my family, my faith, my health is far more important than business. And I had to go through the hardship to see that, like, faith, family, friends, health. And if you take life and create pillars off these things, 
is like health, social life, faith, family, friends. If you were to your social life, you know, create pillars or even take a will, right, and break everything up like in a pie chart. We have to feed our life in all the pillars. Otherwise, that, that building is going to come crumbling down. You can't put all your time, effort, money, energy into the one pie piece, piece of the pie of work. You've got to start living a balanced life. And that's something I've been learning through this journey. Like I said, I now see the road less traveled. Being an entrepreneur, being a leader, being a manager, it's not for everyone. But you know what? I can hold true to this. I can now look back and see each step of my journey has prepared me for the next. God has been in control. All I need to do is focus on being an influence, doing my best, producing results, and doors will open. And yes, we might be in a bad season right now, but I definitely see the opportunity this weekend. Like I said, we had a great event. We have the State Fair of Texas coming up. My wife and I, we have some new opportunities with the Wysong Group. Jeb is doing well with his new venture. Man, we are moving forward. We need to keep on doing that with that momentum. Breaking down life into five quick points as leaders. Leaders need to remember. Moms, dads need to remember. Leaders of organizations, nonprofits, churches need to remember. One, be an influence. Be the light to your family, your friends, at work. Your job is to make an impact. Period. Have faith. Have faith that no matter the situation, God is in control. Problems at home, problems at work, problems in your life. God is in control. Do what you can control. Show up. Be a light. Do what you can control. Have a positive mindset. Take care of your balanced will of life, like working out, eating right, showing up to work on time. Do what you need to do of what you can control. God will take care of the rest. So have faith. Know that you have a purpose, that God has paved the way for you. Don't look back and dwell. Don't look back and dread what you've done. Allow your past to create your foundation. Allow your dreams to drive your motivation. And man, build that bridge to get to where you want to go. You have a purpose. I guarantee you that. Self-care, take care of yourself. You know what? A lifeguard will never dive in to save a soul unless they first stop and assess the situation. Because if they're not taking care of themselves, you're going to have two bodies in the water in trouble. If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your kids? If you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your spouse? If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your friends? If you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to lead a team of people at your work? Self-care is imperative. It's so important. Get your rest, eat right, work out, have fun. Do what you need to do for you. And five, like I said before, my story is amazing. And it's taken 12 years of friends and family and press 
my partner, for me to realize what I have at Tumbleweed Textiles, at Artistry Marketing, at Trinity Church, at Texas Tech University, at North Crowley High School, and before my story has been beautifully made and curated by God, I need to share my story of the experiences I've gone through, the lessons that I've learned, all the failures I've had, the some of the successes I've been able to accomplish. It's my duty to be a blessing because I've been blessed. I need to share my story so I can leave an impact. Think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The tip of it is to be self-actualized. It's my duty to give back. That's a need that I have. And that's the need all of you should have is be a testimony. Be the leader you wish you had led you. Be the man that you wished you could be. Be the woman you know you should be. Be the leader that you wish had led you. And you know, through this whole journey of understanding hardships, understanding that we're going to go through situations, the hardest part is standing on top of that hill or down in that rut, in that canyon, and realizing as a leader, as a businessman, woman, leader, entrepreneur, teacher, coach, doctor, lawyer, it doesn't matter where you are, where you came from, as a leader, as a manager, you got to have empathy and understand that they too are going through the issues that you are as well. They too went through COVID. They too are going through a bad economy. They too have a family at home. They too have the same life situations and maybe a different position. As a leader, you can't focus in only on yourself. It's your job and duty to take care of your people. Show empathy and love and care. Speak into their life with encouragement. Give them some time off if you can't give them some money or a bonus. Allow them to have some freedoms if you can't give them the money they might deserve because you're in a financial situation. It is your job to get creative to lead your team. It's our job as leaders to steward the strengths and the well-being of our people. Good leaders, the best leaders, are able to kneel down at the level of the eyes of your team and speak into their life. Our calling is far greater than our job or company. Our calling is to steward those around us. It goes back to this. We are called to be a light, called to be an impact. We're going to go through hard times. We're going to go through issues and struggles. We've got to find it in us through faith, through a balanced life, to be able to look from the right lens and see that our fears, our insecurities, our failures, our hardships do not define you, but it's how we step up and overcome. And so I ask all of you to step up and overcome, to live your best life. Man, I bless you. I appreciate you. I hope this podcast has provided some encouragement. I'm telling y'all, leaders, moms, dads, coaches, teachers, life is going to be tough. Life is going to throw you lemons. 
Let's make some strawberry lemonade at it. All right, y'all. I'm going to ask if you love what this content, if you like what you hear, please like, share with friends because it only is going to help get our content out there to more people. I believe in what the message is in the Tumbleweed podcast. I believe in the people we've had uh, on as guests. So, man, I need you to help share the word, get the word out. Bless others as hopefully this has blessed you. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thank y'all. Thank you all